Insight. Welcome oh. to Intuitate Radio, Relationship Insight with an intuitive twist. You scare me when I you know. do that. I know, and you're right next to me now. Yeah. You've moved over a couple seats. I have. Yeah. Sitting a little higher. Hashtag stable Gina. I, I have thought of something. <laughs> I have thought of something. What? We're going to drop the stable. I mean, no. We're going to keep the stable, drop the Gina. Hashtag stable, not on time. You no hashtag stable uh, but late. Uh, uh. Oh, stable but late. Yeah. Okay. Because you that's, are stable but late. Because last time you thought accurate. I meant you're unstable. Right. Which you're not. You're not unstable. You're just late. <laughs> so she's stable mentally, just not stable time wise. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. No concept of time. But she's on time this week. Yeah. She's on I time this time. week. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't sleep at all last night, but but I was so nervous. <laughs> nervous for what? About being late. Oh, well, that's good. We got her a little nervous. I think <laughs> I tossed and turned all night. I had a stalker on Facebook this morning. Uh-oh. And find out what she was she was commenting, and I had to like stalk you and find out where you were at 745 this morning so oh, I can make sure you're on time. She did. I was yeah. I was laying in bed just, you know, liking things and commenting. You should and... just be like a hotel service instead of a wake <laughs> yeah, up call. Yeah, concierge service. Yeah. That's what I am. Yeah. yeah. Breakfast Marissa... in bed, too, while you're at it. She, yeah, she <laughs> called service. me a few times. And then I'm like, get on the road now. Yeah. <laughs> Can we talk about can we talk about your birthday again for the listeners who uh, haven't tuned in last week? <laughs> yeah, sure. Your thirtieth birthday uh-huh. late. How how long were you oh, late? Oh man, that's so embarrassing. I was two hours late for my own birthday party. <laughs> two hours late. Yeah, people left. Yeah, they did. <laughs> <laughs> I felt bad. Well, I still feel really. Bad. I'm glad we moved you over two chairs. <laughs> I feel good about that. It's a summer lifestyle series. We usually have a man here, but why not you? Why not well, you? Why not me? I know. This is good. So, I and I figured myself, too, because of the medium, the whole intuitive dating expert thing, I'm dropping the expert. I'm what not an expert. Okay. I'm just intuitive. Okay. Medium intuitive. All right. Because I'm not a dating expert. Well, you have really good advice for other people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but we're still going to talk about that okay. stuff. All right. <laughs> All right. Today, we're going to have an interesting show. We got you here as our co-host. Hashtag stable but late. No Gina. <laughs> We got Steve from last week. Hey, how's it going? Yeah, who we found out about his cougar uh, affinities. <laughs> and we're going to talk about that in a minute. We, we feel that the men are better left to the other side of the table, like seventh grade. I think it's in the good. Room? Yeah, we're yeah. doing this division thing again, yeah. like last week. Yeah. It's not by design. It's just It just happens. Yeah. yeah. It's, we it's gravitate happens. to opposite ends of the room. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then we, we also have our special guests in the studio today. We have our former, former hashtag disappearing act, Del. <laughs> yeah, back for more. <laughs> back for more. Yeah, keeps reappearing. For pain over here. Yeah. <laughs> pain and punishment, but reappearance. <laughs> have you have you released your cape? Kate, what? <laughs> what? How much sugar have you had today? First of all, no, did, you have that, did you have that little can that's, of Coke? The, no, no. I'm. I told you, I'm off the Coke. Oh, that does not. Congratulations. No Coke, Pepsi. <laughs> I have this. Okay, I, I have to reveal something about myself. Uh oh. I have a vice. And it's not, <laughs> it is Coca Cola in the red can, but it has to be aluminum because I like tasting the aluminum. Oh my God. I can totally Tasting the that. aluminum? I, yes. Do you like chew on the can? <laughs> no, I, no, I, I, I can't have it. the bottle. I can't have the bottle. <laughs> yeah, the, it ruins it. No, I totally get it. There's something about soda from a can that it's, it, I, I sometimes crave. That's probably, yeah. um, it's probably going to give us Alzheimer's disease and cancer and stuff like right. that. Right. But... Yeah, there's something but about wait, it that wait, I crave. The best part is it's like a two ounce can of Coke. <laughs> right. The first time you presented it to me, you were like, hey, would you like a little can of Coke? 
<laughs> no, I would not like a little can of Coke, and I just have a normal size, please. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, what are you talking about? Because I'm so addicted to it that... I, I don't think that's a good thing to say, addicted to Coke. I know. <laughs> yeah. I want to rephrase okay. that. Addicted to the red can. I can totally <laughs> snort that can. <laughs> we have problems in this room, and, and my problems, I feel if I minimize them to a smaller can, then it'll be fine. Justification. So it's almost like a diet size, but it's regular Coke. Yeah, and then I then I give them out, and I try to give them out to people. Because if everyone else is doing it, then it's not yeah, so bad, right? Then it's okay. <laughs> but if everyone else is jumping off the bridge, why not? Exactly. <laughs> Have a little can of Coke. And then I get a look of like, what is wrong with you? Like, why would I take a can of Coke this big? Just give me a regular can. Like, what am I, a, a midget? Oh, oh! Did I, was that offensive? Why do I feel so horrible That's when I nice. say things? I feel like so disgusted about myself. Sometimes. It's fun sized. That's right. Fun sized. Okay, fun sized in the midget world. She said it again. I know. I'm so offensive politically. They don't like that. Who? What midgets are listening to my show? Oh my god. Three strikes, right. you're out. Next time. All right, I'll give the midgets a, a regular can. Oh, we're going with four. <laughs> I love mid- midgets. <laughs> All right, just forget it. Stone. Anyway, I like aluminum. I like tasting aluminum. And I crave aluminum, and that's the end of it. Okay? I crave okay. aluminum. Now, I get it. Back to get off of my Coke situation. There, there is there is a twelve step program for red, <laughs> small, non midget Coke cans. Oh, okay, all right, we'll, we'll get there. But I'm I'm off of it. I told you I was off of it. So Congratulations! That means, you admitted it, so that's the first step. I am. There you go. There you but go. I'm not in denial. <laughs> I still love it. I want it. I crave it. All right. But I didn't have any sugar today, so that's why oh, I'm good. like this. Anyway. And we also have in the studio our lovely shaman for the day, Lisa Weichel from OwlMedicine.com. Hi, Lisa. Hey. Hi. Are you learning a little bit more about me that you didn't know? Yes. Yeah, and it's a little yes, scary, it, isn't it? It's a little frightening, yeah, I have to okay. say. I'm going to get my butt kicked later. Yeah. This is my shaman, too. I'm going to call you my shaman because I had you she first. she owns you. you. I am possessing oh, you. Oh, she doesn't own me. No, I know. <laughs> but I'll, I'll, I'll take it. She's mine. <laughs> And um, we're going to talk to you in a little bit after we get through the craziness because okay. you're, you know, we want to get serious. But this is well, we got to We got to get Steve in first because you got to go and you got to do some stuff. Important stuff to do. If, important yes. can, cans of yeah. Coke to buy. That's Busy right. Man. So last week we were talking about how keychains, especially mine, yeah, are a little bit the insane. Again. Right. So and that we asked you if you would uh, you said that you would probably date someone who had an Acura uh, uh, ac- because it's an Acura car, so you're a little materialistic. Is well, that what you're saying? Just a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Okay. I feel like everybody is though to a point. Yeah. But we we decided to play a little game with you today. Ooh. All right. Okay. So I want to know. There's a keychain on the other end of the divider line that we presented to you. You get one question from the keychain to ask to decide whether you would date the person who owns this keychain. Oh, so it's like blind dating through keychains. That's right. What can you gather through <laughs> the keychain? What can you gather through the keychain? And if there's a word on there you don't understand, but you get one question to clarify, and I will answer it. I will answer the question. Because it's right. not my, obviously, you know, this keychain belongs to a crazy a person. Bear. Yes. <laughs> so you get to ask a question, and then you get to decide if you would date this person. All right, game on. Okay, show the keychain. Bring it. All Let's right, move so it. It's, we got a blue lanyard here. 
future <laughs> fitness tag that's cool so they work out yeah um a, a spa tag that's cool so they like to pamper themselves which means <laughs> right. they have a little bit of money because that's expensive let's be mm. real a care card from a nice pharmacy so they they're worried about their health <laughs> Worried about, worried about it. A Pontiac key. So here's the thing. I drive a Pontiac, so it would be you know mean for me to say no based on the key. <laughs> okay, so you're loyal to your brand. So of course I'm brand loyal. Oh, good. <laughs> good. And, all right, there's also one token here. It's a, a coin. What What is this all about? That's my question. What is What is this coin? It's just a, a memorabilia coin from somebody that she knew a long time ago. Well, all right. that's a complete lie. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I'm it was serious. supposed to lie. Okay, based on the evidence, I, I guess you know whose keychain it they is. Drive re- <laughs> they drive Thanks. a reputable car. They care about their he body, still get it. and they get fit. Yeah. Sure, you know what? Why not? I'll, I'll I'll give it a shot or two, and I'm guessing it's Gina. Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> and that's a good that's that's a good sign. So I'm not I'm not totally hit by my keychain. <laughs> right, you can tell I'm like okay, exactly. And, I mean, there's a million different keys on here, so I'm that's a little red flag. Like, why do you have so many keys? Because I'm so important. Because <laughs> <laughs> you have a lot of locks, a lot of secrets. A yeah. lot of them are for work. All right, well there you go. So you work. <laughs> now is the age difference? That means you got money. The age difference appropriate. I don't know what the age difference is. Well, she just celebrated her 30th birthday. Oh, so that's fine. That's fine. So, like I said last week, as long as you're not like double my age yeah. or old enough to be my mom. <laughs> okay. Then, yeah, that's fine. So you do it. Oh, but, absolutely. Okay. No, okay. Where are we going this Evil. weekend? Oh, look at that. <laughs> look at that. You got it. Look, there's a divider line. Make room for the Holy Spirit, Steve. Make room for the Holy Spirit. That's what the nuns told me in Catholic school. Okay. Can't get too close unless I agree. <laughs> I oh boy! Stable but late. No, I have a question. Yeah, just show up on time, or else I might not. Oh, there yeah. might not be a second I, date. There is a question. <laughs> how do you feel if stable shows up? <laughs> not, not late. Like, how do you feel about a woman who you go on a date with, or you don't go on a date with? You wait for the date, and she's late. Like, how? Like, how does that? Well, there's impact? a thing. There's fashionably late, which is like maybe ten minutes, fifteen right. minutes max. Fashion. But if I'm sitting there waiting for like more than fifteen minutes, right. gets to a half an hour. That's I'm out of there. I'm gonna right. go to the bar. I'm gonna have a couple drinks, watch the game, and do me. It's a guy's night at that point. Oh wow, you you don't mess around. Well, yeah, yeah I got I got stuff to, to do. I'm not waiting, waiting around. Yeah. Okay. No offense. So what if you get into the into the girlfriend area? Okay, so you're dating a couple months and, and you're 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 committed, and the girlfriend is like late all the time. Well, like I mean, that's guys... a little different. Okay. I mean, I'm, I'm talking like first couple dates. Because that's just that's a bad example. If you're going to be that late in the beginning, <laughs> like two hours late. But let's say you get to know the person and you know they're habitually late. Yeah. Like to the the show. It's not this week. <laughs> Last week. Right, right. Yeah. No, but then that that's good. You know, then that's you know that about that person. You should expect it at that point. Uh, we do. We do. <laughs> but I will say that when Marissa tells me to show up early. Just because she thinks I'm going to be late, I I have the one time she did that, I showed up like 15 minutes <laughs> no. early, and I was sitting there waiting for everybody else for like a half hour. Yeah, she's like, great to do this now. So now you know how it feels. Yeah, now yeah. you know how she it was feels. On the other foot. I know you're right. You're right. All right. <laughs> well, I, now let's talk about your keychain because I want to know what's on there. All right. I want to know. Do if, you want to inspect this? Yes. All right. Please throw it over, it over the dividing right, let's line. See, let's, see. let's see. All right. That was a college now I'm student. on trial. Okay. So we have a. Obviously, an important person two to get in. Two different lanyards from two different colleges. Which means so what's that means going on with he's him? He's in grad school? Uh, no. Well, no. One, one is my, my alma mater, one is my sister's. Okay. 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 So if I were looking at this first, I'd say you were a little confused, but now we know. <laughs> okay. So you might like the vanilla swirl, chocolate vanilla twist, not just vanilla. No chocolate. comment. Okay. So now we have the Bottle Club, Joe Canal's liquor store. 
Mm-hmm. He likes to drink. With a bottle, actual, like, bottle key tag. But he's conscious of... <laughs> he's conscious of... Uh, and, you he's know, be, being a member and getting his rewards for <laughs> yes. his consumption. Right. And then we have a frosty <laughs> key tag that expires December 2014. All so right. you can get free frosties. Oh, yeah. Right. Wait, really? Yeah. All and right. it's awesome, what too. It's, it's, you you guys, <laughs> it's, it's a one-time donation, and it goes to a charity, and you get that for the whole year. It's really awesome. And you know what? Wow. I saw that. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to donate. I'm going to feel good about myself. And then I'm going to get fat on free Frosties all year. So would you <laughs> date this guy because he drives a Honda? Wait, I thought you I thought you drove so a Pontiac. I'm only temporarily driving a Honda. The Pontiac's in the shop. Oh, okay. okay. You got to decide. You date him with that keychain. Yeah, it's the, the college thing. I like I like smart, smart guys. I all go right. to school. We need to add a teddy bear onto this. <laughs> we need to add some sort of gremlin or something interesting. All right, good job. So you guys right, uh, so get together. There we go. We passed the test. Yeah. So who knew you could date someone just through their keychain? Yeah. Who knew? <laughs> but that was keychain dating, just for you. Better than speed dating. Better than anything you've ever seen in your life. Keychain dating. We're gonna see if it works. We should. We should Bring just get back a, next week. a basket of keys, and then you you pick out which one you yeah, find the most exactly. attractive. And exactly. Then, yeah. We should. We should revisit this. All right. Well, let's revisit it next week. Absolutely. And, and we're gonna see how your date went. Sure. Why not? It's <laughs> okay. like a twist on blind dating. Where are you taking her? I don't know. Let's go to Joe Canal. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you only knew what that keychain meant. <laughs> Mine, yeah. Yeah, I would think you'd be taking him somewhere else. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Maybe there and then somewhere else. Maybe we'll get a frosty on the way. All right, yep. yeah, and then we'll have a little can of Coke. <laughs> Today is going to be interesting. We have a shaman in the studio who's going to be talking about how to release patterns in life and how like through dating and relationships, we sometimes go through the same situation 5 million times. Sometimes we're like 20 years. We go through therapy. We try everything and we still keep following the same toxic patterns. And even as a psychic medium, when I see, you know, clients, it seems like they get out of one situation, they go to the next situation and it's totally the same. And she has some insight for us how to break those patterns and to have a healthy relationship with ourselves so that we could have a healthy relationship with others. And of course, I'm not putting words in your mouth, Lisa, but I'm just, I'm assuming. You could never put words in my mouth, <laughs> okay. Marissa. You could try. Like, oh, wow. <laughs> See, she's already kicking my behind. I know she does. She's good at that. Here we are, all of us, the four of us, me, Stable Gina, Lisa Weichel, OwlMedicine.com, Shaman Extraordinaire, mm. and... Dell, the former disappearing act, we now need to hashtag as something else. Hashtag dependable. Still here. <laughs> Still here. <laughs> hashtag reappearing. So let's talk about you, Lisa. You're looking in my direction. I yes. am. Tell me what a shaman is. Just so our listeners, because nobody, you know, out there, they're, we all, they don't even know what the word intuitive means. Do you know what I'm saying? Okay. We well, got to explain. First of all, I don't even call myself a shaman. Oh, you geez. call me a shaman, but I don't. Okay. <laughs> because... So. I was taught that that's not the appropriate thing to do, but I do shamanic work. Okay. So I'm a shamanic practitioner. Ah. Okay. And shamans historically are the uh, people in indigenous societies who were able to access worlds that were unseen, and they were the mediators of the spirit world with this regular world that we all live in. We all have those abilities, but just like anything else, we all are better at one thing than another. And the shamans of a society were often looked upon and are often looked upon as the healers or the wise person or the the one who knows or the one who sees. And it actually is a Russian, or not a Russian word, a, a, a Tungus word mm. from Siberia. Mm. That's okay. where the word 
originated. Okay. And shamanism has been around for over over 30,000 years, probably. And it is humanity's first and, in my opinion, best way of accessing and making sense of making sense of our world and our role in it. Beautiful. Wow. That was, I couldn't have done that any better. That was amazing. Thank yes. you. <laughs> Tell us about you prior to you doing this work. What type of work did you do? Well, I'm also an attorney. I think oh, that's wow. crazy and amazing. And uh, well, I got my degree in psychology and then I became an attorney and I'm still a, pra- a practicing attorney, although I don't really do anything, although my, my license is current. This is actually what I do the most, but I'm also a writer. I've written a book, Owl Medicine. Mm. And um, yes, so I'm a jack of all trades. Nice. I think it's great that you have both because a lot of people who are kind of more in the metaphysical realm kind of has a tendency to be a little spacey. And that... that, that A little ungrounded. A little Mm -hmm. ungrounded. And you having that kind of analytical part to yourself and that, that foundation, I think brings people back to earth because I want to talk about my session with you in a little (laughs) bit. You know, since this is intuitive radio, I think what we want to kind of delve into for our listeners is that sort of pattern that people go through of whatever they're carrying. And I'm not sure how you can explain that, but which causes them to play out patterns of, you know, toxic patterns in their life in terms of their own relationships to themselves and then outward into their romantic relationships and intimate partnerships. Well, there are a couple of different ways of looking at it. You can you can see our lives if you if you allow for the possibility that we live more than one life. So first of all, if if you consider the possibility of reincarnation and the concept of having each life be uh, an opportunity to learn certain lessons. If you come into this life and you and you need to learn a particular lesson, if you don't learn it with, say, the first long-term relationship that you have and you end up breaking up or whatever, if you haven't learned the lesson you came to learn, then you will very often attract to yourself someone else who mm-hmm. will amazingly give you the same opportunity in just a different package. Mm-hmm. So there's that. And then also, you know, so so that requires a lot of um, introspection. And I've found that, you know, people will say, say they have a, a, a traumatic breakup with someone and, and they go to, they go to therapy and they learn what, what they did or, you know, the, the dynamics of the relationship and they think they have it all figured out. And in fact, they have it figured out enough to not be devastated by the breakup anymore so they can continue to live their life. But then, as I say, they go on and they bring to themselves somebody who does the same thing. Mm. Now, either they <clears throat> really didn't understand, they really didn't get to the nugget of why they attracted that particular set of um, traits to themselves, or there's the other possibility, and that's that something's being triggered that they have no ability really to fix. It's, it's, some, it's a trauma that got triggered from perhaps a wound in another lifetime or something that's in their past that they may or may not even remember. And it's, and it's something that needs to be cleared energetically. It's an energetic pattern mm-hmm. as opposed to a psychological problem. They can't think their way through it. 
They wow. Can, okay. They can try. Right. But ultimately, to get rid of it, they, they can't think their way through it. So mm-hmm. let me ask you a question. So say they're in therapy, right? Or mm-hmm. say, you know, let's just say I'm in therapy, okay? Mm-hmm. And the... You know, she said, okay, because I'll just say I was adopted, so I have obviously have abandonment issues, okay? Had. So, had, right. So the psychologist or whatever, <laughs> my, my Coke is coming back. Um, <laughs> Coca-Cola? So, exactly. So um, <laughs> not that I ever felt unwanted in my childhood. I always felt great about, you know, being, mm-hmm. you know, but a psychologist would say, well, yeah, this is why you have these fears, because you were adopted. Mm-hmm. But yet... Every time a situation would happen or that that feeling, I would feel it intensely, mm-hmm. even though I knew it, even though I knew, well, this is what it's triggered. This right. is why the light bulb goes off, but still the feeling occurs. Exactly. And that's so. that's why we can do you can do therapy and I and therapy is extremely beneficial. Right. But there are some things that are such a wound to our soul that. We just can't just shed it without a little bit of help. Okay. Well, knowing I, is not enough. Right. Yeah. Exactly. But you. But some people might think it is. Do you know well, what I'm saying? Yeah. For some people, it might be. Yeah, but yet they replay the patterns. Well, and then if they right. if they keep repeating the patterns, then you have to then ask it, yourself: it obviously was Is not. this yeah. really it working for you? Exactly. Del. Del. Hey, sitting right across from me. Yeah. Hey, how are you? <laughs> Bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. Good. How you doing today? Fantastic. Happy to be here. Wow, the pleasantries. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you have a good sleep last night? Uh, no. No. <laughs> Not at all. Okay. There were uh, too many cats on my bed. Oh! <laughs> you know Gina hates cats, right? <laughs> she is like, she, she subscribes to Facebook websites with cat haters. Like, that's how bad it is. Oh. We're just fellows who, who fellows. understand that it, it is a struggle day to day. What? I, I, Being I, so allergic to cats and then like no, people it's just not, don't understand. No, no, it's not cat allergies. It's no. cat haters. Yeah, there's I am a difference. You, so yeah. allergic. No, no. Let's talk real. This isn't good. Let's talk. The, uh, this is an animal totem here that you're 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 dissing. pushing away. You're dis- Let's talk about yes. this animal totem because, <laughs> first of all, let me just say, I've had a couple sessions with Lisa, and I want to say that they changed my life. So let's get. Whoa! <laughs> let's just say that was amazing. That was spiritual. That was, okay, was the underworld is the, calling. They, yes. And we are answering. And <laughs> Dell is, <laughs> you know, you want to laugh. Don't even hold it in. I'm with, I'm with it. I just, I, you know what? I just, I, why I just do you don't want to hold it in. Because I, I want to hear. I don't want to miss anything you guys have to say. Yeah, I want to hear it all. That is at its so, finest. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Think on their yeah. feet. So you, <laughs> you also had a session with an Lisa. Amazing, an amazing, amazing experience. And you guys are just nice. No, we, we, we are souls that needed some healing. And you have helped us tremendously. However, we need to let Gina know something. What? Both of our animal totems here, me and Del. Mine's a black panther and his is a lion. So we have cats around us. My stomach just like turned. I yeah. would too if I was stuck in the middle of us too right now. Which <laughs> yeah. You are. Yeah. You are. So we have cats in real life, cats in the spirit world, big cats around us. And yet you're here as the co-host. Maybe Dude, that's why she's late. As long as they're not, yeah, probably. <laughs> as long as they're not walking their like 
kitty litter crusted paws all over like you know oh my surfaces God. that you, I sit you have at. met sock you have met my cat sock yeah and he is like a dog he's not like a regular cat no 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 what's cat, wrong no cat lovers always say that oh he he thinks he's a person he's more <laughs> like a dog he's oh he's just so he has so much personality no <laughs> I didn't know. How, I didn't know how much she hated cats until I deep. saw the forums. She I've, I've seen. It. I've seen her accelerate as a cat was crossing the street. I mean, I've, I've seen. <gasps> her, I've tell seen. me that's um, not true. That's not true. <laughs> I've seen oh, her I mean, accelerate. I would not accelerate. I wouldn't want to see any harm happen to a living creature. Obviously, I just don't want them in my house. And but you I don't... subscribe to cat killers on Facebook. No, oh, I yeah. do not. There, there, was, not there was a killers. forum that where they talking about killing cats, and I saw you That's commented. I it. you did. Uh, my I comment saw. may have been about killing cats. No, it may have been. <laughs> hey, I wish maybe there weren't so many of them in the world, but I wouldn't want to Can someone kill give them. her a bucket because she's drowning here. Her, his, <laughs> her boat is sinking. All right. Wow. Let, wow. Me, get, wow. let wow. me get. Let me get back. Uh, now I love Jane. She's she's one of my best friends. I mean, we've known each other for. Eight or nine years. They're kind of like rats. Oh, Gina. <laughs> My goodness. I mean, rats are cool and all, but like, I don't, you know, like want to hold them and stuff. <laughs> hey, to each his own. Anyway, <laughs> so we're going to get back to, to Lisa. Now we're talking about, so our listeners are probably like really confused at this point. So I want to try oh, to bring it back. No, confused. we don't want them to be confused. <laughs> we're talking about how we find through this shamanic process and through going through a session with you, how we find out what our animal totem is and, and, what kind of animal spirit is around us? Would that mm-hmm. be correct? Well, if that's an appropriate thing to do during a session, yes. which it often is. Yes. And for the most part, almost, well, virtually everybody pretty much comes into the world with an animal or two or three who are allies who stick with them throughout their whole life. Then there are also animal allies or power animals, whatever you want to call them who come into a person's life for a period of time in order to help them integrate work or integrate a lesson, develop particular traits within themselves that will help them live a better, more uh, balanced life. And then they depart. So we have some stable ones, and then we have some that come and go as needed. So So it's kind of like parallel to mediumship, where there's your spirit guides who kind of stay with you throughout your life. And then there's like... The spirit guides, if you want to become a writer, like you'll have a writer spirit guide or a Mm -hmm. doctor. Now, are these spirit animals, are they actual, you know, disincarnated spirits of animals that have been born into the world? Or are they more like a spirit guide animal that is they're an archetypal energy? Okay, but so so they're in uh, they are it's it's hard to explain, but they're for instance, if you if I bring back, say, a lion power animal. Mm-hmm. It is an archetypal essence. So it's bringing certain characteristics and spiritual traits to the person. But also that particular power animal has certain personality traits that will establish a relationship with its person. So they are, from my understanding, they are huge and yet they are personal. So it, it's, an, it's an interesting thing. And when a person realizes or finds out that they have a power animal, it's really important that, that they establish a relationship with it, that they, that they enter into a quiet state and they talk to it. And it's amazing when you allow yourself 
to play and to listen to your intuition and to be open to messages, the messages that you actually receive, which you are aware of. But, yeah, you know, with power animals and, and uh, you know, with the work of the shamanic practitioner, we essentially believe that there is sentience or, or consciousness or life force in everything in nature. Mm. And even plastic is made of nature. So everything has a certain level of sentience. Obviously, most humans have more. I'm not going to say everybody, but, you know. Right. And then there are animals and there are plants and there are trees and there are rocks. I, w- I work with rocks and the rocks speak to me on an energetic level. So this is, you know, so when, when a person works with me and we isolate an issue and I help them drain out energetically the trauma or wounding or whatever it is that's been holding them back or weighing them down. Often I'm, I'm told by my guides to go down and travel shamanically. It's called a journey. I go down into the underworld usually, although sometimes I'm told to go into the upper world. There are three worlds usually. Mm-hmm. And if I go down into the underworld, then I find things that that uh, work with that person, that, that help them integrate the work that we've done. So if I go down there, after we've worked on an issue, I'll go down and find, I'll call for a power animal who wants to step up and help my client integrate the unique work we did. And then it's up to my client to establish a relationship with, with that power animal. And it's pretty amazing because I've brought back, I mean, I can't even tell you the, the, varied, the, the various types of animals that have shown up for me. And I always say, well, you know, pay attention because even if it's a really obscure animal, it will start showing up in your life because it wants you to establish the relationship. And it do- they do. Yeah. I get emails that say, I never believed that you would, that I'd see, you know. A giraffe. And sure enough, I mean, you know, or whatever. Yeah, just it's, using that it's amazing because before I came to see you, mm-hmm. I would I did I was up in Lilydale, New York doing some mediumship stuff. And I decided I wanted to take a shamanic journeying class because I was interested in this before I even came to see you. This was maybe about a year before. Mm-hmm. And I went into the shamanic journey and they, they were drumming and they took you through um, down through a waterfall and down into, mm-hmm. I guess, to the underworld or wherever we mm-hmm. went. And because I'm a medium, I, I was able to really visualize a little bit more and, and see things. And I did see the Black Panther then. And it, <laughs> there was one and there were two on each side. And when I worked with you, I didn't tell you that. No. And then you wrote down your notes and you said, yeah, I, I was in the underworld and I'm bringing back this power animal and it's a Black Panther. I'm like, no way. And it was such a validation for me, mm-hmm. you know, but I, I want to talk about my own experience and Dell's experience and... uh I, I just I can't say enough, and I I send whatever, and this is this is how I can make it as practical as possible. I see a lot of women clients, even even men, that come back to me time and time again and want my psychic or intuitive or mediumship insight onto what's happening for them, what's the future, and I'm like, well, if you keep doing what you're doing, basically you're going to keep getting what you're getting. Yep, I'm like. This is what I see if you make a change, but I don't think you're going to make a change. So, and then they just keep calling me and calling me and calling me and nothing changes. And I get frustrated. And I'm like, listen, I can't help you because you're playing out the same pattern over and over again. 
You're not going to make the changes, even though you know what I'm telling you is right. Mm -hmm. I want you to go see Lisa because you're the nuclear fix. That's what the <laughs> yeah. doctor. That's <laughs> what the doctors call you. Right. That you know. So for me, I was going through a really hard time, and I remember I, I was. I mean, I've been I've been trying to get help for a lot of a lot of things in my life since I've been like 16 years old. Going to therapy, counseling, groups here and there, trying to like work on myself, and I've learned a lot about myself through that process. But it seemed like as if I was in a lot of pain. And it all connected to intimate relationships in my life. And especially when I got pregnant and I have a one and a half year old. And um, I, I remember how much pain I was in dealing with that because I went through that pregnancy by myself. Mm -hmm. So my family's two and a half hours away and I was pregnant woman going through that alone. And of course, there was a lot of family of origin issues that came back right. during that time. Not only do I have my family of origin, but I also have my adoptive family of origin so I have all these families and, and I'm a medium on top of it. So it was kind of a little bit nuts. You know what yeah. I mean? So crowded psychic, psychic space. Exactly. And I was planning on giving birth naturally <laughs> through, you know, so going through that process and trying to prepare for that. Mm -hmm. And everybody thought I was crazy for doing that. Not me. But you went through it three times. So <laughs> we were talking and I and I called you up and I was talking to uh, uh, the receptionist and she said, you need you need to go see Lisa. I said, I'm in a lot of pain and I can't get out of this pain. There's no way. And I'm going to give birth in two weeks. So I was two weeks away from giving birth. <laughs> and I called you and called me back. And uh, you, I told you what was going on. I said, I'm in pain. you're like, do you want it gone? And I'm like, yeah. And you're like, all right. And I'm like, no way. I said, and I, and I argued with you. I'm like, are you telling me just because you said it's gone, it's going to be gone. You're like, if you want it gone. And I didn't believe you. You know what I mean? It couldn't be that simple. You showed up at my house. You drove all the way to my house, spent seven hours with me when I was about to give birth in like a week and a half, two weeks. And um, the experience that I had with you was phenomenal because I wanted to not only clear myself, but clear the ancestral lines that were blocked and that could right. have been connected to my child. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it was an amazing experience. And I past lives came up. The clearing, I, I actually felt you pulling things out of me. I felt it. And I felt beat up for a couple of days, but, you know, I felt like... In a good way. In a right? good way. I mean, it's exhausting. It is yeah. exhausting work. Yeah. and But I mean, it, it took a while for it to set in. Mm -hmm. But everyone's experience is different. And I know, Dell. I want to go to you. Um, I know you had a pretty big spiritual experience with this. You said it really changed your life. It was Everyone. the most amazing yeah. um, spiritual experience. Tell uh, me about your your session with Lisa. Well, I thought it would be your standard shaman session. You're just looking forward to Friday a regular experience. Yeah. You know, hey, <laughs> yeah. uh, trip the to shaman. the underworld. Yeah. You know, yeah. why not? Um, no, actually... Um, just to, uh, you know, pre-qualify for uh, a minute, I mean, I have explored quite a few uh, religion, organized religions, uh, spiritual paths, and uh, have a Rolodex of uh, a therapist uh, as well that actually MD doctors call me when they need a referral <laughs> for somebody. So, um, so uh, wow. I didn't know what to expect, so I went with a um, complete open mind and... Uh, there was two parts of the session. One was one was just uh, getting to know you, almost like a like a thera like a therapy where uh, uh, Lisa connected um, a lot of a lot of lines that I didn't know about. Uh, basically, coming back to the breaking of the repetitive pattern, make mm. it, make me informative about that and then came the um so some listened, light bulbs i listened to your overall story correct correct and uh 
Lisa is uh, an extremely intelligent and uh, and powerful woman. So uh, I don't Thank know you. if it has to do with uh, with the lawyer part, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but uh, yeah. Uh, and then there was the uh, was the illumination uh, mm-hmm. process of it, and uh, I guess that was the energy work and the uh, clearing of the chakras. And uh, I can tell you that I definitely felt. You could feel them moving. You could feel them moving. There was no doubt about that. So, uh, I, you know, I came out of there uh, lifted from the ground. I mean, it was amazing. I actually think that you were a little jealous because my session was so good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. I I think that I I'm happy that you had. I'm happy that you had the experience, and I and I felt that it, it just what you were telling me about it was pretty amazing. I know and, I'm teasing. No, I know. I just. <laughs> I just need sugar. <laughs> Here we go. Um, yeah, but yeah. So, so Lisa, because we only have a few minutes left. Um, everybody's different. Everybody's experience is different. Right. Um, and it's important to know that actually the essence of shamanic work is experience. Mm-hmm. You don't have to believe anything. And I don't care what you believe. I I work on people who are Catholic, Protestant, Anything. It doesn't matter. What matters to me and to you is what your experience is. You don't have to believe anything. Just Just show uh, up. Exactly. Mm. Show up. Yep. That's the most important thing. And you'll know what's real for you. I love that. That's powerful. Nice. So owlmedicine.com. You know, let let Lisa know that uh, we sent you over here at Intuitate Radio, Absolutely. and I'm sure you will be back again because there's so many more things I wanted to ask you. And um, well, you can e- read her books. You can e- read her books. We can and read the books. And all my email address is almedicine at gmail.com. That's the easiest way to get in touch with me. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Intuitate Radio. I'm with the Intuitate Radio crew. We'll see you next week. <laughs>